You're listening to the Kingdom Flow Podcast. I'm Kyle Jones. And I'm Ian Sperry. Now more than ever, we're in a time where Christians need to rise up. Business owners and corporate executives have a great opportunity to capture hearts by living out their faith, holding the line that's being challenged every day. Listen in as we work to uncover ways to help you live your life by design and challenge the norm by breaking down barriers and truly encouraging you to go all in on your faith. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. Let's go. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for another day to record um, a podcast. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for the subject matter today. Um, Mm. Even though it may be a sensitive subject matter, it's a subject matter that... Um, needs to be addressed, and there needs to be clarity on. And so, Lord, I just pray that you give me the the wisdom and understanding and when to say and what to say and and how to say it to where it's said in love, uh, in truth, and in knowledge, Lord. So I just I thank you for today. Um, I thank you for our time together. Blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, what about me, though? You well, didn't... You just want the wisdom for yourself? Well, you're a part of the glory, okay? <laughs> you're, you're next to me. We're on the podcast is that, together. Is that right? When I mean me, it's it's we, you know? Oh, 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 it's that, one of those deals. Is that, is that Like is that Lloyd right? and uh, what's his name off of Dumb and Dumber. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's, they're all one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a little... I'm, I'm scared now. Like, you know, you, you put that out there in the prayer, and and now it's like, you know, and pe- people can see you. We've got some notes. You've got your iPad. Which and this you, never happens. But you've got you've also got the, the Mont Blanc. Over there, hey, hey, hey. you have the Mont Blanc notepad. I didn't. Buy but it. I didn't know we were going there. This is my um, shout out to Josh Hitchcock. I don't even present. know what brand this is. I, I think this the same is one as you. This is Meads. I have the so same I, it's a calendar. Yeah. Oh, it's Blue Sky. But if, as you can see, like I keep all my notes yeah. on the pages of where you're supposed to put notes That's for the dates. dates. So it's not it's not conducive, but. It works. It, it works for me. It's good. So that's what we're that's what we're using today. So yes, we are going to talk about uh, a subject matter that is uh, that requires us to be a little bit more prepared. And I think that, um, you know, we tend to still try to live in the flow and follow the divine flow. But of yeah. course, as usual, as before we get there, I, I noticed that you're wearing jeans today and I just, I, it's still a hundred degrees and, uh, <laughs> and I kind of know where this is going, but uh, you did wear jeans thinking that we were going to record back on the couch today, but we are actually correct. at a table so nobody can see your legs. That's right. Well, but why don't you tell the listeners why you're in jeans today? Well, I happen to wear, <laughs> I happen to wear Legends running shorts. Yes. Great short shout out to Legends. Want to sponsor the show? Well, let us know. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah. You actually introduced okay. me to Legends. Yeah. <laughs> And well, I wear the five inch legend shorts to run in and um, they're great running shorts, but they are not great podcast interviewing shorts <laughs> as when you sit on a very fluffy big couch and you hold a pillow in front of you, people wonder if you have pants on. And so I, from our producer to a few other text messages yeah. that have watched me on YouTube sitting in the seat, I, all you see is legs and shirt and you don't see any shorts. I was in the room with you and I questioned it myself a couple of times <laughs> if you were wearing pants so or not. So I thought we'd be recording on the couch, so I wore jeans, so there is no question. Now, ladies, do not go back and look on YouTube. Yeah, the Lord yeah. will know. I don't want to make anyone you know, lust over here, right? But um, no, oh, that, that's why I wore the jeans. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for clarifying hey, that you, okay. in fact, were wearing pants 
for the people who yes. had the question and didn't reach I was, out. Yes, I was wearing There might have been, you know, several listeners that, that saw the YouTube. And we're just Because there were a couple clips that, that we pushed out on social media. And you cannot tell. You cannot tell. Which I, I remember when I first met you, you, you were definitely wearing shorts down to your knees. Not when and, knees. <laughs> I just, I wasn't, and they were the baggy version. They were almost cargo. I, was, like, I wasn't running like, quite as much. <laughs> I wasn't running quite as much. So. Yes. Yes, I will say, I think, uh, you know, I, I, will, I will take credit for influencing some of your shorts decision-making. Yes. But I can't, I, going back, I've got to give credit to Steve Weatherford, although now his shorts are a little out of hand. His are basically like, bikinis. I, I, I refuse to go that short. <laughs> Five inches is about as short as I'm going to go, and uh, and, and they, they are good for running. And you just kind of right. stay in your running clothes, and you get the the free flow. But you got to make sure that you're you're wearing the liner or you're wearing the spandex. I oh, must wear the liner. Praise <laughs> God. And you know, Steve is sometimes questionable. So, <laughs> and he would get a kick out of that. Yes, he so. will. Oh, um, so yes. So today we we are talking about a topic that has required. Uh, a lot of research and mainly you know you have actually taken it upon yourself to spend some time talking through so to kind of lay some context on where we're going today so we spent it was on episode 40 um, this was the second part of the episode that we did where I was recapping some of our sites that we saw during the Israel mm -hmm. the the trip to Israel and a big part of that that we spent some time, you know, talking about and maybe digressed a little bit was when we were talking about the Temple Mount. Mm -hmm. And this sparked the question of, um, you know, how are some of these religions related in terms of, you know, the, the Jewish uh, people, Muslims and Christians and, and all of that. And so I think that's where we want to kind of parlay this episode into and, and really just really dive deeper into this for a couple reasons. I think number one, as as believers, it's good to spend time deciphering between the religions. Even if we have, you know, the 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 faith that is so deep and has such a strong foundation, continuing to grow and solidify our faith is is one thing. And I think that's what it does when you when you spend the time to research some of these other religions, because you can't deny, we've seen the statistics with the amount of growth that people are flocking to the yep. Islamic faith. Yep. And so you you have to wonder, okay, what's the draw? I mean, because mm. even people who didn't grow up in the Middle East, they, um, you know, if, if they don't believe in you know, Yahweh, yep. they're, they're searching for something, and yep. a lot of them will end up on, you know, in, in the Islamic faith as it is right now, yep. where it's, it's growing exponentially, Rapidly. growing faster than the Christian faith, arguably. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to take it there, we're going to go back, and really what we want to do is we actually want to splice in the, 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 the specific part, it's like two and, a half, two and a half, three minutes, I don't know exactly what we'll put in there. But we want the listeners to be able to hear that and to kind of know where we're really coming from. So if we reference specifically into that episode, this is a part, it's like minute 28, 29 in there is where we pick it up. So let's take a listen to that. Yep. And then let's pick up the conversation from there. Cool.
The easiest way that I'm thinking about this to describe to somebody who doesn't really know all aspects of the Jewish faith, the faith side of it, not the Jewish culture side of it, is they still believe in the same God. For sure. It's really just a matter of who the Messiah is, That's right. is, the, is the difference. Now, and then there's different aspects of the law that was written in the Torah portion that mm -hmm. they believe in. Some of them only, like, they don't go past the Torah, and then That's some right. it's, like, all the way through the, the Old Testament. That's right. So it's still the Scriptures. It's still the Scriptures. Mm -hmm. It's arguably the same Bible to an extent that we read minus the New Testament portion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so... Just having that basic understanding really helped me believe that we 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 do have more in common than we think with these with with the people that are over here. I mean, you have to you cannot take away how important that city is to God, Jerusalem. That is, and just the being the chosen people, the Jewish community being the chosen people. I would say this might upset some people. But how close we are as Christians to not only the Jew and the Muslim. Like the belief in, because they believe in, they call it Allah, it's God, right? It's their God, it's, it's their Yahweh, it's, it's God. They believe in God as well, right? But they believe from Ishmael, that's how it got to that way, right? Yeah. We believe it was through Isaac, the promise of Isaac, not of Ishmael. And the beautiful thing about the Lord is he still blessed Ishmael, even though yeah. he was outside of his perfect plan. He, God still blessed, still, I mean, you can't look at the Muslim nations and say they're not a blessed people. Oh, for sure. As a whole, right? And so we don't realize how close we are to. Again, the the deciding yeah. factor in all this is Jesus. You don't have you don't because I've heard I've heard this too, where Allah is essentially just the God of Baal that was described in the Old Testament in the early. I, so so it's more I I idol worship at that point. Yeah. So it's well, we would say the same thing, right? For the Jews, though, technically too. Right, because it's it's the, well, not necessarily because they're saying Yahweh, they're right. saying God, right, right. Um, the 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 Muslims are saying God, right. It's 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 how we're how we are getting to who, what is God, right, right now. Like I mean, yeah. I know this is a side, but like it's 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 how do we enter in? Where do we get to? How who's the deciding factor? How do we get to God, right? Yeah. And that's where, where, G, where we as Christians believe that it's it's through Jesus. Right. And we know that the deciding factor is ultimately Jesus. Correct. So we know that that's where that was headed. Um, but I do want to allow you to, to, to kind of clarify, because not, not because you need to, but um, number one, I know where you're where you were coming from, yeah, and we didn't get to really dive deeper in that because that wasn't the the nature of that specific episode. But again, I want to go back to how we were kind of kicking it off. Why is this even important? Yeah, like somebody somebody that is listening to this, like, why do I care about what the Muslim community who they think God is? Yeah. If I know who my God is, mm -hmm. why does that even matter? 
So let's start with that question. Yeah. So when I went back and when I heard when I heard that, um, I did a terrible job, just being honest with you, of um, explaining or really giving my full thought or my full uh, understanding of of the two uh, religions. Um, and so I think it's super important um, that we not only in our faith, but in all areas of our life, that we dive a little bit deeper, that we just don't have the faith of our parents or the faith of our community, that we're not just um, attenders of church, but we're in relationship with the Lord. And that takes it, that that causes us to go a little bit deeper, right? Yeah. And so I, I wanted to take that clip, and I, I was talking to you about it, and really begin to dissect um, what I feel is the truth between um, between the two religions, and and to give a little bit of clarity to it, um, so that the listeners hopefully would encourage them to go a little bit deeper in their word and not just take it at face value, um, but to to really dive in and go, hey, ask the question, why do I believe what I believe? Who you know? What what is the difference between these two religions, right? And so, um, well, and I think too. I think it's to add to that. It's I know how I always thought about it. Just growing up, it's like, man, I don't, I don't need to know because my faith is so strong in what I believe. Yeah. But arguably, so is theirs. Oh, and and it yeah. is. And 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 frankly, they might have more faith in what they believe than a lot of Christians because of. The, the, the practices they yep. put in place, the nature of it, because it does seem to be like it's very much more performance-driven. Yeah. And sometimes we feel like Christianity and getting to heaven is also yeah. performance-driven. But at the root of it, I think it's still just, it's important to be um, aware of what is, what's out there. Yeah. Because especially if you have kids and, and younger kids who are still coming up and... Um, you know, just just knowing what the world's view of just religion in general, mm-hmm. what that really consists of, other than just like I'm just gonna focus on me. I don't care what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. It's me, me, me. As long as my house is in order, then I don't care. That's just kind of the wrong viewpoint here. And yeah. so it's important to look. And at least you don't have to be Islamic scholars, but no, yeah, just have a basic understanding. And that's what I want to say too. Like I am not a I'm not a scholar in this, um, but. I'm not. By no means do I know everything about the Bible. Do I know everything about the Quran? Do I? I. I, In fact, I would say I know uh, maybe more than some and less than others. But, um, but I also think that's a lot of people. If they're not experts in something, they think they shouldn't look into it and try to to see to see what's going on. Allow the Holy Spirit to gauge where they're at and what's happening. Just like in health, right? Most people listening are not nutritionist health doctors. Right, but yet they biohack, for lack of a better word. They do research. They 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 inquire. They do all these different things, and then they see the truth behind some of them, implement them in their lives, and next thing you know, they're healthier. Yeah. Same thing with this. Um, this the comment that I made really challenged me. Um, it did a few things. Number one, it it solidified some of the things that I really believed in, and I was taught, and that I looked and it solidified some. But then it also taught me or it showed me some new things that we'll probably get to at the end of it um, that is interesting. And then at the end, too, I just kind of want to wrap up um, just who our God is, right? Who Yahweh is. 
And every time I say the name, it gives me chills because it's it's just there's power behind it. So for sure. Um, if I just, I'll just guess I'll start off with some of the notes and kind of kick it off. Um, Professor Ian. Professor, yes, please, God. <laughs> I will say this too before you get going, because, you know, we tend to poke a lot of uh, at you yeah. in this in this show. It's just <laughs> how it's kind of evolved. I don't okay. even know. That we didn't, we just kind of ended up there. Yeah. But, um, but I commend you because you do, like when you, when you want to dive deeper in a subject, yeah. uh, you really spend a lot of time. And I think most listeners don't even know that you're in uh, theology school. I am. Uh, for no other reason other than that you <laughs> want to, you, you want to learn more. Yeah. Uh, and you, um, you know, through, through college, you took, you took a few college courses did, and, yeah. and they were all in the theological studies. Yes. So, um, well, the truth. Don't disc. I'll say, don't discount. Don't you know? I you don't have that. to self-deprecate here. Yeah, uh, we do enough of that already. Yeah, but in this particular case, I think um, you know people do need to pay attention. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Yeah. And that's part of why I just want to know the truth. I want to know what what God has to say, and and so I want to you know kick it off the way that the conversation started. Basically, sounded like I. I was a um, a believer in the monotheistic view of God, yeah. Which I will say that you and I are believers in that, um, in the sense of when I let me define monotheistic that there is one God, mm-hmm. that there's a that there is one uh, higher power, one God, Yahweh, right? Um, but what the current um, Christian and we like to say khaki wearing Christian, whatever. I would say the khaki wearing Muslim is in the same boat as well. Um, they believe that because Allah is their God and Yahweh is our God, that they believe in God right. so that it is it's one God, right? It's one, it is the Almighty Across God. Across all religions. Across all religions, the Jewish religion, the Christian religion, and the yep. Islamic religion, right? And so where where I want to be very, very, very clear, which I was not clear on the last one, is we believe that we are a monotheistic, that there is a monotheistic God, that there is a single God, but his name that he called himself is Yahweh, mm-hmm. right? And um, that Allah, that the, the the Muslim religion believes in, is a completely separate God. Even though it is, quote-unquote, their God, it is not our God. Mm. And the way I want to break this down, and, and, and the, the easiest way to break this down really is the law of contradiction, okay? And when you break down... Um, so a lot, I did a lot of research on this, and it's scary to me that the pastors that believe this, that the, um, the, the, the Bible teachers that believe that there is this universal God that is going on, um, and that what he says is Allah is God, and what I say is Yahweh is God, and that what the Jews say is Yahweh is God, which that's another subject, and it is, but it's just a little bit different. Um, but so... so it's scary to me that that's happening right now. And it's happening at a very, very rapid pace because you know what it is? It's comfortable. Yeah. It's inclusive, right? It's inclusive. 
It doesn't isolate anybody. It doesn't isolate anybody. And, and because of what we were just talking about, like it takes work to truly understand something. Like if you grew up a Christian, yeah, like it's going to take a lot of work for you to seek out. And like, you know, I, I've like even borderline because I've, I've started reading the Quran off and on and, and different times just to try to understand sure. like, where, where are they coming they from? Say yeah, here? yeah, yeah. And every time I do, I'm like, we talked about this when you start, like, I get confused. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. The mm-hmm. context is not there. So I just kind of stop. So, because it would take so much mm-hmm. time for me to really dive deep. And, yeah. And that is, I think, a big part of why pastors stay away from it. Yeah. It's, it's, so even in the Quran, when you begin to read, there's the Gospels in the Quran, there's Jesus mentioned in the Quran, there's Mary mentioned in the Quran, right? There's all of these, um, these things that are, when I said in the original podcast that it's close, I mean, it, it, it is close, but yet vastly different. It's right? historically close. It's historically it's, because close. Because we can't deny the history. They can't deny the history, right? And so the law of contradiction, um, you can look at it a lot of different spots when it comes to the two religions. Um, but for me, where I really, when I was doing my research and studying and um, when I was really looking into this, the, the one um, that that's hit me the most was... Um, the contradiction in names and characters or the character of each God, right? Names are important in the Bible. Um, they were on names were on purpose in yep. the Bible. It wasn't just like I woke up one day and wanted to call him Timmy, right? It was there was a reason in a, in a in a purpose behind it. And so when our God begins to call himself certain things, we need to listen to it. And I would say on the other end of it, when Allah calls himself certain things, we should be aware of it and go, wait a second, that looks a little bit different, right? Yeah. And so um, one, of, so that's one of the areas of the law of country. I'm just reading kind of through. Um, through. Well, can we just expand yeah. on that since it's top of mind? Sure, yeah. Let's go there. So, yeah. So elaborate more on that. What does we know what, well... We can hit some of the high points. What does what does uh, Yahweh say about sure. his character? Yeah. So these are the main characteristics of of our God Yahweh, and I wanted to say this is I think it's super important. Our God, before He is anything else, we, we would say our God is love. Our God is peace. Our God is all these things, right? Yeah. And it's all true, but our God is holy above anything, anything. else. Righteous. He is first holy. Yeah. He is first holy. Then every other one of his attributes stem from holiness. Yeah. Right? And that's the purpose and the reason for Jesus. Because of his holiness, we could not enter into the holy of holies because of the sin in our lives. Right. But the ulti- so blood had to pay for the washing of sins. And so Jesus was sent who is God. We are a monotheistic belief that believes that Jesus Holy Spirit and God are all one, right? An easy way that it's always been explained to me that I love since I was a kid, you have the apple, right? You have the core of the apple, you have the meat of the apple, and you have the skin of the apple. Yeah, It's all apple, apple, right? Same thing as a dad, right? Yeah. You're a coach, you're a business owner, you're a dad. You're Kyle, right? <laughs> and so that it's very simple, but it helps send a picture for us. And so that um, he's holy first. And so I just want to, I want people, why do you and I talk so much about, um, hey, you know, like our previous episodes, what are you doing when no one's watching? Yeah. Hey, um, this matter, this life matters. 
it's it's not in a in a in a forceful way to try to work our way to God. We do it out of love and reverence for his holiness and thankfulness to him as God. Yes. Big difference. We have to recognize his holiness. That's or right. Or else we don't know really where identity is. That's right. And this is what we talk about. That's this correct. This is why we live righteously, because if we truly believe that God is holy and he lives inside of us, that's right. then what are we doing? That's right. Why are we living? You so live holy yeah. as I am holy, yes. is what he says, right? Yes. And so anyway, so I just want to make that very, very clear. He is holy first before he's anything else. Here are some other ones, though. God is loving, right? 1 John 3, 1. Um, God is faithful and righteous, right? God is powerful and mighty, God is sovereign and just, right? Did you pull these off of like a women's conference website? I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, it was it was it was good. No, no, it was it was it was. I'm not trying to now. derail you. I'm saying I'm, I'm so you guys can't see this, but every but single one of these has like. A, I looked up a quick version of, so I didn't have to type it of verses, and I saved the I saved it. Uh, dude, my hands were tired from typing all this stuff. And so instead of typing it, I was just like, now save this website instead of pulling I just, typing. I was so distracted by that. I just, uh, <laughs> so, so go back. You just said. God is sovereign and just. Sovereign. God is compassionate and gracious, right? God is good. God is holy, right? They use that at the end. I wanted to put that in number one. God is forgiving and merciful. God is our refuge and our help. And then God is with us. And so we see this God that is, now I'll go back to my notes that I've typed because my hands are cramped from it. But anyway, uh, we see this God that is about relationship, that is about um, communion, mm -hmm. that is about love, um, that is about restoring. We see all, we see this this God that is that would I would say would not I would say that I know would put others before himself. And so now that we had that picture of who our God Yahweh is, the law of contradiction is going to go to, again, we're going back to, I'm not saying, I know who the right God is, but I'm not saying um, this is a, a, a episode to talk about, to, to change you from the Muslim faith to the, to the Christian faith. That's not what this is about. I'm using the law of contradiction to show that there's a difference. Yeah. And so I, I pulled these up. Um, by, by searching the Quran, I wanted to also make sure that I was accurate in my searching. And so I did a double take on him. Um, and so I pulled, I, I pulled a handful of them that, that, that again, who the characteristics, the character of Allah, who he is. And, um, these are a few of them. So, and I used a biblical reference and it's so funny that the, the way the Bible describes Satan is very, very close to how to how the Quran describes Allah. Okay. Just pause for a minute. Okay. So yes. Go ahead and say that again. Okay. So the way that our Bible describes Satan is in some cases identical to how the Quran describes Allah. Yeah. Okay. So I just got this goosebumps. Talk saying that well, and frankly, this is this is a new development that you it have realized just in the last few weeks since Great. we. I'm since glad we you had said that episode. I'm glad you said that because this it's always tripped me out when it's come to the Muslim rela uh, religion. You know, um, you had mentioned Baal back in the Old Testament, and really that was more um, polytheistic, meaning it was just they believed in all kinds of gods. Like I could make up this microphone and it was the God of whatever, right? Yeah. You name it, right? Baal was the God, I think of water and they had they had different or fire, one of them, I don't remember what it was, but they had many, many different gods 
for specific things, very similar to the Egyptians, right? And so it always tripped me out where I could not figure out um, who or what Allah was. Well, and that's a like that's a big part of it too. It's like as it really wasn't even on my radar until we started diving into it because I was where that podcast was even stemming from was yeah. about the tie-in mostly between the Jewish faith mm-hmm. and the Christian faith and mm-hmm. how uh, the Jewish people are God's chosen people, mm-hmm. we're his adopted people mm-hmm. as Gentiles, and so we are now one people. That's correct. But then like, we got this Mus- the, the Muslim community out here. Like who is Allah? And it's it's huge, man. Like, so who the, is that? there's two point three. They say there's two point three billion Christians across all denominations, and there's one point nine now Muslims in the world. So it is growing, growing rapidly. They said by two thousand and forty, there's going to be more Muslims than Christians. Yeah. So we have to know the other side of things. Well, and anytime you would Google, or at least I would, anytime I would Google Allah, it would just say God. God. It was the the, the great one, right? Yeah. God. And so that's what it always tripped me out. Was like. Who who is this guy? Yeah. I know who Yahweh is, right? Because he says who he is. And in in researching this, Allah says who he is too. So let's go through this, okay? This might trip some people out. Satan was called the morning star. So look up in Isaiah 14, 12. They're talking about the star that has fallen. It's a prophetic vision of Satan falling from heaven to earth, right? Again, God created uh, Lucifer, a beautiful angel that ministered uh, in the gift of music, worship. in worship. And so so Satan was called the morning star. So even the way the, the writer Isaiah looks at Satan is the morning star, right? That this, there was something, there was something powerful about him that fell when it fell, right? And Allah has been called the morning star, the Lord of Cyrus, the mighty star of the pagan Arabs, and as the bright and shining star in the Quran, if you want to look it up, 24 verses 35 through 36 and 53, 49. So Allah, so Isaiah calls the morning star Satan falling from earth. Allah calls himself the morning star, right? Yeah. Satan in Hebrew means accuser, Job 1.7. Allah accuses all Muslims of being evil, vilest beasts, right? Hold on, because that might have been confusing. So Job 1.7 is Satan in Hebrew means accuser. accuser. Yep. That's correct. That's from the Bible. Yep. So Allah is described as the great accuser, okay, of... of, of This is the weird part about this this religion, too. That he he hates his own people at times, <laughs> yes. right? It's, it's, it's true. He it hates is. his own people at times, not only non, non-Muslims, but he hate, he's, he's angry at his own people. And so... We read that in Quran in the Quran, uh, chapter 8, 12, 855, 9, 5, and 929. Satan is the devil. We see that in Matthew 4, 1. Um, Allah's slip of the tongue brought satanic verses of the a satanic verse of the Quran, right? So he begins to describe himself in the Quran. And it's <clears throat> when we know it's not inspired by the Holy Spirit as well, is because of the the actually the law of contradiction within the Quran itself, mm. right? And so when I, I didn't print it out because it's kind of long and honestly, it's it's a little, when you read the Quran um, because of the dialect or because of the the different language, just similar when you read Hebrew, it is, it's, they didn't have the exact words to match. It's not one yeah. for one. And so I kind of, you know, summed it all up. So in the Quran 2252, uh, 53, 19 through 22, 
Um, and then they have a uh, on Tiberius. He was another writer of it. They have that account as well. Here we go. We're going, we got a few more. Satan opposes God's work. Zechariah three three. Allah teaches completely different from Jesus from the Bible. If you read Quran uh, chapter four verse fifteen, that's where you'll see his teaching uh, a very clear picture of what he feels um, is the important thing, right? Mm. Uh, Satan, I got two more, three more. Satan wages war on God's servants in Revelation 12, 17. Allah orders to kill, humiliate Christians and Jews. And there's a list of them. The Quran 265, 289, 3, 181, 452, 456, 474. And the list, I mean, I've got 15 more, right? Yeah. Where we see that if they, this is the funny part about it. At first, if they were not, you had the option Hey, we we you are going to be taken in, and you have an option to convert. Okay, this is what the Quran states: If you do not convert, you then get a tax. Yeah. If you do not get a tax, you then get death. Okay, let's think about it. What's going on in our world? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Like this is what the Quran talks about, right? Um, Satan is the accuser of the brethren, Revelations 12, 10. Allah accuses Jews and Christians of corrupting the Bible. Again, you look at the gospel, and the gospel, parts of the gospel are in the Quran, yeah. okay? And he's saying that, hey, they, they screwed it up. They screwed up the gospel. Here's some parts of the gospel that you should listen to, but these parts, so they're, they're taking the word, and they're manipulating it and taking it out. Yeah. Okay, which it blew my mind when I started doing like really, really digging into yeah. this, right? And that's in the Quran 241. Um, Satan is the father of lies. This is the craziest part. Um, Satan, uh, so Allah, oh, not the craziest, but one of Allah is one of the greatest deceivers. He calls himself a liar, right? So I'll, I actually took a picture of this. This blew me. Um, and I'll read it. These are the these are mentioned in the Quran multiple times. So uh, Allah has ninety nine names for himself. Okay, 99 names. And um, and these are five of them. And I'm I'm not gonna try to read them. Maybe we'll post them, right? I don't know. Maybe we can post them on the on the thing so you can see them. But he calls himself the arrogant. He calls himself the distressor, not only for the Muslim people, but for the non-Muslims. He calls himself the humiliator, the deceiver, and the mischief maker. Okay. That's wild. Wild. Okay. And so when you look at the law of contradiction, and if someone asks you, so I'll, I'll give you an example. I gave you this example when I was talking to you about it. I was, I, um, I really like, um, I don't necessarily, I didn't really know DJ Cali's music, but this is how I want to show an example to the viewers of how subtle this is. Right. How subtle this, this ideology and this thought process is of this united one God, right? Yeah. So I followed DJ Khaled on Instagram really to make fun of the fact that he thinks he's a professional golfer and he's not, right? It's hilarious. He's he's really funny. But he would begin when I first – I never heard any of his music because I don't think he really raps. I think he's more of a, a producer. But when he would start talking, yeah. he would say, you know, to God be the glory. He would say a lot of really good stuff to the point where he even made an album that said God did, right? And – some of the lyrics I'm listening to and I'm going, dude, like this is not half bad. Like when it yeah. comes to what they're saying about God and all this kind of stuff. And so like I have to start looking up, is thinking DJ Cali now a Christian? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And I'm looking into it 
And then I realize he's not a Christian, he's a Muslim, right? And and he believes in this 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 one God, Oprah Winfrey. Same thing, right? A lot of the big yeah. name peoples that you would think are devout Christians because they say God, right? Yeah. That they they're not right. They're actually you know she's a different religion completely. But I say all that to say it's 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 infiltrating our 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 young people, um, our even even me right. Like I looked at it and I'm a, someone that studies the word and I'm I'm in school and I'm all these things right. But I was like, is he a Christian? Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. Looked it up, he's not. But I say all that. Mike Tyson's another one. Um, He's been devout and all this kind of stuff, and next thing you know, he's he's in, in overseas. But I say all that to say, um, when you really begin to look at the law of contradiction, we really do see the separation of these two guys. And so, again, yeah. based on what I've seen, and again, I am not an expert, but I I I have done some research. I am going to who is Allah? I'm going to call him Satan. And the 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 people pleaser in me doesn't want to say that. Yeah. The the one that wants to include everybody doesn't want to say that. Um, the one that wants to love everybody doesn't want to say that. But if I wanted to love everybody, um, and not say that, I don't love everybody. Yeah. And so it goes back to. First and foremost, who is our God and what what is his number one characteristic that you said? He's holy. He's holy. Yeah. And when we think about it through that lens, there's a standard that we've talked about numerous times where that really starts to come up in conversation. There's a standard. Yeah. And and when that standard is not being met, there's there's a separation. Mm-hmm. And arguably, even among the Christian faith, oh, like yeah. when you're not withholding that standard, you're not getting God's entire holiness that you have available mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because essentially you're kind of denying it. Mm-hmm. Now you might still be in heaven. Oh yeah, but you're still not. But you're living in hell on earth. <laughs> exactly. You're still not <laughs> yeah. getting all that God had for you. Yeah. So, but I, but I think, which as you were walking through this, now I've heard this a couple times. Um, it makes sense to me, and it's and it's definitely challenged me to to look beyond just what you've uncovered because mm-hmm. I like to see it from my own eyes. Sure. But as you were talking, the first time that you were saying this, and I was connecting the dots, I immediately went back to the the Temple Mount, and when I was walking through that, and also I, I shared this this part on episode 40. I did not share this specific thing that I'm about to share, but one of my biggest observations, actually I did share uh, a a few observations as we were walking through the Temple Mount. The first one was that, hey, I knew this, but I wasn't really fully aware of it, that it is under 100% complete Muslim control. Yes. And to where the, the, the temple that the Muslims have built in the Temple Mount area is the third holiest site for the Muslim faith in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Mecca. I don't even know what the second one is. And then whatever this one is called, mm-hmm. I can't remember now. The name escapes me. Um, so with yep. that said... No, it's, um, oh, now you're making me think. 
forget it too. Oh well. So with that said, um, you know, you had uh, a lot of you know people, travelers coming in that wanted to see it, pilgrims as they call it, yeah. coming in to see the holy site. Want they want to see where the original temple was, um, or Solomon's temple, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you're walking through, it is a very eerie feeling. Like if I if I separate it, like when we went to the garden tomb, it was, and I can see JJ in that corner of my eye. He's shaking his head yes because he's been, he's been there. there. Yeah. And you know, you guys don't know JJ, but I just broke the third dimension. He's our <laughs> he's our camera guy. But he's more he's our producer. He was he's just everything. there. He was just there too. And I, I we haven't even talked. He didn't even know what we're talking about today. So, he, but it's a very eerie feeling as you're walking through there. Complete opposite feeling of walking through the garden tomb, which is why I firmly believe where we were walking in the garden tomb was in fact the actual tomb. Mm -hmm. And because I was there and I felt it, Mm -hmm. like this is my own observations, my own feeling. And the other like more practical thing that I, I noticed after the fact, and I did not say this on episode 40, but I mentioned it to you, was like, you know, we were already, by the time we got to Temple Mount, we had walked all over Israel, spent a lot of time in Sea of Galilee area, spent a lot of time walking through Jerusalem and in and around the Dead Sea area too. Um, not a single bug, like not one. When I walked into the Temple Mount, it was like I was immediately like infested with like flesh-eating flies. <laughs> And I'm not even exaggerating this. Like they were just like biting me yeah. all over. Yeah. And it wasn't just me. It was like, I knew like, cause I could see like all the people around us, they kept waving their hands in front of their face. And mm-hmm. like, we're sitting there talking to the guide and I just see everybody's kind of fidgeting, doing the same thing I'm, I'm doing. Like, bit. Hey, let's go. Shimon is a guy's name. Shimon, let's, let's, let's pick this up, man. He'd like yeah. to talk, which is always appreciative, <laughs> but it was like, Shimon, let's get this show on the road. And I said to, um, to some other folks that were on, I said, you know, I, I, I'm just observing this and I can't help but think that because of what's here, the presence of what's here and yeah. the control that this is Did you under, say that? I did. Yeah. I said, I, I like, this is completely off to me. Yeah. It's completely off. Because what happens when there is death? I said, there's flies. Mm-hmm. What happens when there's poop? There's flies. Mm-hmm. Like... So just even connecting my personal observations to exactly what you're saying, this wasn't even really, it wasn't on my radar that it was like, oh, you know, I believe at the time, like, sure. you know, Allah is actually Satan. Yeah. But I knew that there was something that was completely off in that moment, just because I felt, I felt like this, this darkness, mm-hmm. like I truly felt a darkness walking into arguably what is considered one of the holiest sites mm-hmm. in the world for, <laughs> for all yeah, of yeah. all of you know people who believe yeah. in Yahweh, yeah, and it was just mind-boggling. And as I was reminded of that as we were talking through this, I am, you know, leaning more towards that same belief that like, man, that's I I can't sit here and say that because based off my own observations, my own feeling, um, that that's not the case. You know, it's it's when I said in the original podcast, it's close. It, it, it's this is what a wolf in sheep's clothing is. 
It's it's close. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm, I want to I want to say this: the whole Quran is not just let's slice everyone's head off. It's not. There, you can't deny that there are some um, some good things as far as living a good human life. You know, would be in their good moral compass, right? Um, but that is what the, the the Muslim community is seeking the th- same thing that the Christian community is, and the same thing the Jewish community they're seeking Yahweh. And I want to just clarify this because I think it's important to say this: their deception, meaning the Muslim community's deception, is no different than the deception that Christians are are enticed with when they're trapped in porn or sure. drugs sure. or whatever. It's no different. Yeah. It's we're we're both being deceived by the same Enemy. deceiver. Yeah, that's right. It's right. And and and, and it, so I say that because there's good people, like it's the good people. And and frankly, they could be adopted into the faith. Absolutely. Easily. And this is this is what the law of contradiction, which I've I've looked back on my life and I think I like this law a lot more than like the law of gravity because it <laughs> it, 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 it has to point to something being right. Yeah. It can't point to something being equal or, you know, in, in, all inclusive or lovey dovey. There has to be a line that's drawn. Ooh, almost knocked over the mic. There's got to be a line that's drawn, and 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 our our leaders, our pastors, um, are you know, the, 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 there needs to be some. There needs to be some more information out there for the believer because again, if we're not careful. Just like anything else, it is it. The next thing you know, we're accepting. Look, LGBTQIE, whatever it is, right? If we're not careful, we're gonna we're gonna because it's surrounded us so much, we're gonna accept it as okay. Yeah. Um. um and there's a way that you can love and show 100%. love, but still do it in the tender way that says, "Hey, here's the line. We're not going to cross it." Dude. But I love you. You're yeah. welcome. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. come come join us cuz yeah. we're called to go make disciples. That's that we is want a, to win you a hundred in the same thing with the it's, it's it's for me it's not even it's 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 more than even winning over. It's it's showing um it's showing them Jesus. And that is that is the difference between it, all of it is is we see Jesus who came and died for us covered our sin and allowed us um, an opportunity to enter into heaven when there was no opportunity yeah and so absolutely if when I, I if anything when I see a, a, a fellow um, a fellow brother or sister that isn't of the same faith make sure you're 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 showing Jesus yeah right you're loving it LGBTQ whatever it is, you still love them. It's Jesus, it's Jesus right? It, it's it's Jesus again. Jesus, he he drew the line, right? But go and sin no more. Yeah. He protected with the with a lady caught in adultery. She should have died, right? So he 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 drew the line and said, "Don't do that. Let's not ridicule. Let's not accuse. Yeah. Let's not break down." They've got a. The Muslim community, the gay and lesbian community, the 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 agnostic community, the the what they've got enough of that already, right? Yeah. But there is pointing and going, go and send no more. Don't do it anymore. The Christian community, hey, you're in all this mess. I love you. Don't do it anymore. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, 
that that's the biggest, you know, when I look at these two religions and I, and I, it's almost given me a passion for the Muslim people in the sense of like, man, they are so close there, but yet they're so far away. Um, and, and they need Jesus too. Um, it just, it stirs me just to, to love more. Um, it stirs me to, um, make sure that I am living that exampled life, you know? And so, um, that's what it's done for me too. Like the more that I've really, um, studied this and then had the, obviously the trip to Israel and, um, you know, just really had this, this kind of pursuit to mm-hmm. understanding more of, of just not even just who God is, but just like understanding the the nature of the context and everything that we study, just even in terms of the Bible itself, it just, it gets, it, it there's a, there's a passion that continues to burn and it yeah. is like, it's, it's continuing to bubble up. Yeah. And especially like this kind of stuff, like I don't look at having these types of conversations as like, hey, we're we're trying to stir the pot. I I think f- that's the furthest from the truth. I think it's more, hey, we are passionate about who our God is. We mm-hmm. are passionate about being all in on who He is and and showing who He is through living our life in a certain way that allows people to see the love of Jesus through it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's coming out through, I think, through our microphones is like, hey, like we want to talk about certain things just because more than anything, when there's an awareness there, mm-hmm. people start thinking new ways, new ideas, like new thoughts about certain things that ultimately come back to, for me, solidifying my faith. Yeah. It's the kindling for me. Yeah. Like this begins to kindle it even more. And and I want to, you know... I don't know how much longer we have in the podcast, but I just Whatever. I want to I want to talk to I, I just have a feeling that there's going to be um, there's going to be someone listening to this podcast that is that is not a believer, and this is the again law of contradiction is one thing, but when we look at it as a whole, the real difference another real difference is relationship. The Allah is all about Allah. Yeah, it is a very selfish religion. It is a very um, it is a very um, arrogant religion. It is a very, and again, I don't want to, the, the ones that are, that are, I'm not, I'm not, I want to context, I want to, I want to do this too. I am not saying that someone that is a Muslim is Satan. It's the root. Where it's, is it coming it's from? It's coming, correct. This is, this is the characteristic This is the character. The this is the fruit of who the, of, of who this yes. God is. And so, um, <clears throat> but I want to, you know, I, the, the different, our God is relationship. Yeah. He loves us. I was listening to the song today. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. I'm sitting. I am the weird neighbor. I'm officially a weird neighbor. I'm on the back porch um, blaring, oh, how he loves us. I'm singing. And, and then, you know, I look over and there's, you know, the kids are just, the, the next door neighbors are just kind of, you know, staring at me. And so I'm officially. <laughs> the ones you flash. Yeah. And I have my five inch running shorts with no shirt on because I just got Good done running. And, and so I am officially the weird neighbor, but I'm listening to the song, oh, how he loves us. And. The relation, knowing that I was going to talk about this today, the relationship that we have with the Father. Yeah, that's good. And and so I just want to, when we close it, um, maybe when you close it, pray pray that um, that those that are listening that that their relationship, we get to have a relationship with Yahweh. Yeah. Like when people, if you really got that, yeah, it would change your world. 
that we get to be in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords every single day because He loved us so much that He sent His Son. Yeah. And so when we really grasp that and believe that, um, it's like the veil's torn and our eyes are open to all that He has for us. That's so good. Maybe pray for that today. Let's pray right now. Yeah. Hmm. Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much for this conversation, just the direction that it took. God, there's a heaviness on my heart right now. As, as, as Ian was saying that, I was thinking too, there's two types of people that are listening to this podcast right there. Those who haven't yet chosen to follow you, those who have chosen to follow you, but maybe aren't all in, in pursuing you and pursuing true relationship with you. And that is available to both types of people, Lord, and we know that. And we pray that that's ultimately the decision that they make from this podcast is to um, have a desire to understand more of who you are as a loving God and, and understand more of what that sacrifice that you made for us truly is all about, because it is available to everyone, no matter the background, no matter the the religions or anything else, Lord, that that's how loving you are to us. Mm. You make it available to everyone who just simply chooses to say yes to living in relationship with you. So Lord, we pray for the people who haven't yet decided that, that somebody on the other side of this microphone, Lord, will just be drawn to curiosity, to just praying a, a raw prayer, a stumbling prayer that just feel so uncomfortable for them, but ultimately it's so pure and that you just save them immediately, Lord. Yes, Lord. And God, we just pray for the people who have already chosen to follow you, but may not be living complete alignment into the righteousness and the holiness ultimately that you, that you offer, Lord. And we just pray that there is a new desire for a standard of living that they would choose to live by yes, Lord. and ultimately live a life by design and not just by circumstance or reaction. Yes, Lord. So Lord, save both of these types of people and just bless this podcast, bless yes, the Lord. show. We don't know where this is going, but we know that this is a topic that you wanted to discuss today. And we just turn it over to you and give you all glory and honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you feel encouraged by today's episode. Help us reach the masses by leaving a review and subscribing to the show. We'll see you next time.